Entrepreneur on Fire 663. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. You know those really busy days when smart snacking isn't easy? With the convenience of NatureBox, it's always easy. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Tom Morquez. Tom, are you prepared to ignite John, I'm ready to ignite all over this place. Yes. Tom is a West Point grad and Iraq war veteran turned entrepreneur, publisher, and pricing consultant. He's the author of three books, founder of Insurgent Publishing, and you can get inside his brain at TomMorquez.com, where he helps entrepreneurs and artists start, finish, and ship creative projects. Tom, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sure, John. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, uh, my background is in the military, uh, West Point prior to that, five years active duty, uh, kind of like yourself, also active duty. Um, and then around that five-year mark when my, my time was coming up, after my commitment was coming up, uh, I was looking into what, what could I do next. And I, I knew I didn't want to just transition. Like, I knew I was, I, was, I was done with the Army. It was just, um, it had gotten, uh, you know, to the point where I was like, okay, I don't, I don't think there's much more I could do here. I'd gotten the company command and everything like that. And, and so I, on the horizon, there wasn't anything that looked appealing to me. So then the second thought was, well, look into these recruiter firms that, that come after, uh, you know, veterans uh, that, uh, that look into uh, officers in the Army and, uh, and I guess any of the military. And they will normally hook you up with like corporate jobs, things like that. So I looked into that and I was like, well, I, none of that really sounds appealing to me. I didn't want to necessarily transition out of, uh, out of one bureaucracy into another. So the only uh, reasonable third option was seeing if I could do something on my own uh, with my, my own hands, uh, start my own business. So that last year before I got out, I actually started writing online, started publishing online, made my first $500 online through pay what you want pricing yeah. of, uh, of my books. And the, and the, yeah, the first month I, I launched something like that. And so I was like, all of a sudden I, I thought, Hey, maybe this is, this is possible. Maybe there's something here that it's, it is possible to make money online. Cause you know, you read it, you hear it and you just wonder, well, can I do it? Is that, is that really possible? Are they really giving you the details or is there something, you know, slimy you have to do? And, and honestly, since I've been doing it, everything I do is, is transparent, um, authentic. I don't do any of those uh, sleazy sales tactic stuff. I, I release almost everything as pay what you want and I ma- managed to make money from it. So one thing scaled to another uh, or one thing led to another and I scaled it from there, uh, starting a publishing company in Surgeon Publishing, um, publishing um, a, a, essentially a business and arts uh, magazine called Bootstrapped, which you were in the first issue of, John. I appreciate yes, your help on that one. It was amazing. Yeah. And we got other great people on that one too, like uh, Stephen Pressfield, author of The War of Art, to contribute a quote, and some other really just um, incredible people. And uh, that was successful. So we've uh, actually brought on full-time team members to scale that. Um, and then I've also recently co-launched uh, Flight Formula, which is uh, a, a business incubator program using pay what you want pricing. Um, and that's, uh, uh, that was success. We brought in over $40,000 in commitments from that. Wow. And again, 
stressing that the pay what you want aspect of it. Um, I, th- I, I think that's a first. If, if not, I think I'm still pretty proud of it. And after that, yeah, working on a, working on a new veterans website. I think you're familiar with that one too. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's hear, let's hear what's going on. Yeah, so working on um, highspeedloaddrag.org and Highspeed Elite, which is a veterans mastermind and network that I'm um, currently building with uh, yourself, John Lee Dumas, that's right, and Antonio <laughs> Centeno of Real Men, Real Style, who I'm pretty sure Antonio has been on the show, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was a great episode back in the 200s. And, and that's, that's the team, that's the all-star team that we're putting together and working on this and should be launching next month, early next month. So if you're a veteran, reach out to John or myself. Yeah, highspeedlowdrag.org, Fire Nation. If you're a veteran or you know of a veteran, point them in that direction. We have some really exciting things coming up. And Tom, I was actually trolling your site today a little bit uh, before we jumped on the call, and I saw this great video that you had posted uh, very recently, maybe it was even today, where you uh, did a little happy dance after you just left um, the military for the very last time. Yeah. You had just gone now, you did a little impromptu dance, and it was so funny, it made me laugh, because for you, that was just over a year ago. For me, goodness, it's working on eight years now. It was 2006 when I uh, spent my last yep. year in as active duty. I spent, obviously, the next four years till 2010 in the reserves, but um, that was quite an incredible moment for me, and I love seeing that just pure, unadulterated joy. I mean, you know, we... We did it, you know, we served our country, we fulfilled our commitments, and now it's off to newer things. And that's kind of what is, I really saw in your expression, and I definitely felt the same. And I'm excited that we, with highspeedlowdrag.org, are going to be able to bring that to veterans across the country. So it's going to be a really exciting community, and I can't wait for that. So Tom, we're going to really dive into your journey as an entrepreneur. It's been an incredibly inspiring one. I mean, you're breaking new ground. You truly are that blue ocean strategy guy. You know, just like I was, Tom, with a seven day a week podcast, I was that crazy lunatic. People were calling you crazy for your pay what you want method, but you know what? We were, uh, we're officers. You know, we kind of realized that sometimes we have to zig when others zag. We need to be creative if we want to win that battle. And we, uh, we took it to the, we took that fight to the team. We're going to dive into that. But before we do, let's hear your success quote. One of my all-time favorites, and it uh, goes like this. All courses of action are risky, so prudence is not in avoiding danger. It's impossible, but calculating risk and acting decisively. Make mistakes of ambition and not mistakes of sloth. Develop the strength to do bold things and not the strength to suffer. And I'm pretty sure you probably had a few, uh, if not more than that. People probably uh, give you that, that same quote on here before, John. It's uh, Machiavelli from The Prince, and I just think it's an outstanding quote. You know, a couple people have actually promoted or not promoted, but recommended um, The Prince as the book recommendation. But in 663 episodes, nobody, no past guest has ever utilized that as their success quote. So, Tom, once again, blue ocean strategy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, Tom, let's talk about you now, your journey as an entrepreneur. Because, again, you're breaking new ground. You're inspiring to Fire Nation for that very reason, because you go against the grain. You like to go where no man or woman or entrepreneur has gone before. Take us to a time, though, when maybe that didn't work, when you did fail. We love failure stories. We love obstacles and challenges that we learn lessons from. Take that away. Failure is something I I deal with on a daily basis, to be honest with you. Uh, It's small ways, sometimes in big ways. Um, Looking back, I think a lot of those those failures, what I perceive as failures is is rejection. Uh, and, And so 
if it's like working on um, Bootstrap Magazine and, and trying to get people to uh, to contribute or, or get a, get an interview and then and being you know turned down. People are busy, I get it, but it still feels like a failure. Uh, just trying to get a podcast or promotion or to get people to recognize you when you're just starting out, you get rejected a lot, it, and it's really hard. And um, and that's happened just again and again and again uh, to every point along along the path um, from when I was just starting out. Still today, uh, there's still people that I, I reach out to. And, uh, you know, whether it's to, to get them in Bootstrap Magazine or, or working on other projects. And, and sometimes you just get turned down or it's just not a right fit. And I don't know. I guess that, that, that feels like a failure to me. And I guess maybe it's, it's not a failure, but it, it feels like it. It's an overarching failure, Tom. And we really yeah. like those as kind of the initial plunge. But now you're going to take us down, Tom, to the ground level. I want to be next to you when you failed pathetically. Let's hear that story and the lessons you learned. Before I, I, I launched TomWorks.com, I was working in, uh, I did some stuff in real estate. Maybe I can transition that knowledge and put it online like everybody else seems to be doing, you know, with these blogs and whatnot. Maybe I, I teach real estate. Uh, so I spent like six to 12 months crafting uh, two websites. One was like uh, essentially kind of a blog uh, that I would teach turnkey investing to people who are interested because turnkey investing is, is one of the successes I've had with real estate and it was just so easy and it was a path for me. So I figured... Maybe I can teach that. And the second website was, was one where I actually got a programmer on board to help co- do some coding. And it was a review um, site to review these kind of uh, different investment properties and investment uh, opportunities. So yeah, a lot of time, a lot of effort. And then when I actually launched them, it was just crickets. And it's, it, looking back on it, it's, it's pathetic more than anything else. But it's just to realize like, it's almost like I want to slap my head and be like, well, of course. Of course there were crickets. <laughs> like, you, missed, you missed everything else. You, know, you did the content creation, sure, and that's, that's like 1% of it. And the other 99% is promotion or sales and marketing. And I wasn't ready for that at that point. I was, too, I was, I was slightly naive and, and I, was, I was still scared of it at that point. So that was my biggest failure. I love that failure. I'm glad you brought it up like that because, Tom, the reality is as entrepreneurs, we think that we can just hide behind this wall, close our door to our bedroom, sit down and just create exactly what we think the world is is just going to devour as soon as we open the door and say, ta-da, it's available, come and get it. Like You're not ringing a dinner bell to hungry farmhands, Fire Nation. You need to get out into the community. You need to create that minimally viable product. Get it out there. It's going to get bashed. It's going to get criticized. And you're going to love every second of it if you're smart because every one of those criticisms is going to be gold for you to improve, to pivot, to adjust because your audience is telling you what they actually want, not what, what you think they want. And they're going to then actually vote with their wallet when you get it right. And then when you get it right, you double down. We do a live podcast workshop every single week because we finally got it right, Fire Nation. It took us a while to get there, but now we're doubling down. And this is what Tom's doing. He figured out what worked. He's going to create that publishing company and start cranking these guys out and bringing people into the team. So Tom, I love that. That was my takeaway from your pathetic failure, as you termed it. (laughs) What is one thing that you want Fire Nation to absorb from that failure in your life? One, I think the idea doesn't even matter that much. I think a great idea is a great idea, and what matters is execution. Um, two, you don't know until you try, sure, but just like you mentioned, the MVP and minimal viable product, it's actually it doesn't take a lot of time to test anything. Uh, I think anything can be, you know, roughly. It depends. There, okay, there's going to be, um, you know, a caveat there, but just about anything that somebody has an idea for could be literally could be launched and tested in in a week to three weeks. I believe um, you just have to do it. 
in, you have to get, get over yourself and you have to figure out what that minimal viable product is. Try to get to the core of whatever it is you want to offer. And that's, I mean, that's really what you did, John, with, with uh, Entrepreneur on Fire in the podcast. You, you created that minimal viable product. It's not the only product that you have. Uh, you have now since scaled and, and built a lot of other things, but the podcast itself was the minimal viable product. You got it, you launched it, and it was, I'd say, within the first month or two, you were blowing up. I saw you everywhere. Um, it was a, a, a validated idea. Um, and I think that's the most important thing to take away is that don't, I guess, don't, don't put all your um, effort into a great idea or something like that. Focus more on execution and uh, executing as quickly as possible. And Tom, let's call a spade a spade. Entrepreneur on Fire was anything but a good podcast for quite some time. I, if I had waited until I was actually a good host, a good broadcaster, a good interviewer to release Entrepreneur on Fire, I never would have released it. I had to get it out there, get criticized, get my name out, You know, start getting better by being. Just if you want to be, you need to do. And both being army guys, Tom, you know something that I know we can relate to that I think Fire Nation can take away from this is that a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed next week. And that's by George S. Patton. So obviously somebody that we both respect and look up to. And Fire Nation, if you absorb that, you know, just execute that good plan violently. If you wait for that great plan next week, you know, to take it to the extremes of war, you might not be alive to execute it. So make that good decision now. And Tom, let's move forward now to another point in your life when you had an aha moment, a light bulb that went off. Share with us that story, Tom. Really take us there. Tell us a story, Tom, and share with us the steps you took to turn that idea that you had, that light bulb moment, into success. Sure. So I guess when I mentioned, too, the, the failures, the idea of failing every day in different ways, uh, every, every failure has been an aha moment, too, that comes with it, a corresponding lesson learned. But as far as like specific uh, aha moments and stories, I'd say one of them was in the beginning before I started TomWorkHeads.com and uh, started writing and publishing. And it was that I saw the people writing and selling things online. And again, it doesn't take a, you know, a rocket scientist to realize, hey, if these other people are doing it, maybe I can do it, too. <laughs> The second aha moment was actually writing and then publishing and realizing it's a lot harder than it looks, but it's a lot more fun and it's uh, a lot more fun than it looks too, I think, if you enjoy what you do and you enjoy what you write about. Well, correct me if I'm wrong too, Tom, but if it wasn't harder than it looks and if it wasn't actually difficult and a challenge, then it wouldn't even be worthwhile because everybody would be doing it and there'd be like no validation or no something to really strive for. I mean, I love that challenging part of it personally. Exactly. One, I think some people, like you and I, John, we, we thrive on that challenge. And I think that's there, there's a certain amount of entrepreneurs out there that are like that. And that's awesome. I, it's, I think it's a great, I'm glad I have that attribute. But I'll say this too, even maybe those people who don't thrive off it, they can understand that the obstacles that get in their way or that make it difficult for them to launch something are the exact same obstacles that are keeping everyone else from doing it too. And so what you have is opportunity. So every time you see an obstacle, there, it, it necessarily means there's opportunity. Uh, and I think that's really important. And so my aha, aha moments come from that. They come from finding those obstacles and, and then recognizing, hey, maybe that's something I can do. I'm going to try it out. And then starting, finishing, and shipping it. And and I've done that with a lot of different things. And it's, uh, yeah. And again, at the end of the day, some, sometimes they fail. Sometimes they don't work out. But f- even from that, it's a lesson learned and a way to improve from then on. Tom, tell me the story of the pay-what-you-want pricing idea. Tell me when that moment happens, when that light bulb clicked on, and then what steps did you take? Yeah, that one I actually remember pretty clearly because I was driving to work. I was still in the Army at the time, 
and uh, I had like an hour long commute from Nashville to uh, Ugh, Fort Campbell. A lot of podcasts. And so yeah, I listened to a, <laughs> yep a lot of, a lot of Entrepreneur on Fire, a lot of a lot of other podcasts too. <laughs> there you go. And uh, one of them was uh, something uh, was a podcast with uh, it was it was Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income podcast, and uh, with I believe it was Anthony Veneri of the Hybrid Athlete. And that was when a light bulb hit for me. He was talking to him, and he, you had him on, I believe, shortly after that. Yes. That episode as well. And just a great guest, a great dude. Really, just a really good guy. Both the brothers are just super smart. Another vet, really right? authentic guys. Yeah, also a veteran. Just a small world. And, uh, and he was using pay what you want. And it blew my mind how much money they were, they were saying that they were making using pay what you want. And that it was sustainable. It was something around like $400 a month or $400 a day, which is a pretty insane amount of number when you realize like these things... Like people are choosing to pay. So what is that? Why why would people choose to pay when they don't have to? Because the idea might be that if you think about it, I mean, who would pay when they, when you don't have to? Who you know? It just is like it just you know rationally speaking, it of course everybody wouldn't pay. But the beauty of it is that well, that was just a light bulb. So I was like, I'm going to try that out. I'm going to try that out with my writing because I wanted to share it to as large an audience as possible. But I also wanted to see if what I created was worthwhile to people. So this was like two birds with one stone. It allowed me to give it away to anybody who wanted it, but it also allowed me to validate, I guess, the worth of my writing. And so that was the first time I made $500 in a month was when I, I released a book uh, as Pay What You Want. And since there, it's just been, uh, I've used that pricing technique now through my publishing company as well for certain projects. I've done it for a business incubator pro- program now. I've done it for consulting services that I offer. And each time, I guess I'm surprised by it, how well it works. But I shouldn't be. I wrote a book on it, but it still surprised me to this day. And it's just really cool. In Fire Nation, Tom went from $0 a month to $500 a month using this method. And I want to just be very clear. It took me nine months with Entrepreneur on Fire doing a seven-day-a-week podcast to generate any income, let alone $500 over the course of a month. And so what I want you to have to realize when you're hearing Tom tell his story is to put things in perspective, going from $0 to $500 is more difficult. And I can promise you because I've done it myself. It's more difficult than going from $10,000 a month to $100,000 because going from $10,000 to $100,000 means you already have a system in place. You just need to ramp things up. Going from zero to 500, it's like starting to push that boulder up the hill. There's no momentum there. You got to somehow get it going. So this is why I'm so excited to have Tom on today and sharing this stuff. And Tom, why don't you give Fire Nation, our listeners, one or two really critical insights from this book that you've created? Um, because you've really kind of become the authority figure in this space, which I love. I love when people see an opportunity. Other people are doing it, yes, but are they becoming the authority figure? Not really. They're just kind of doing it and keeping most of the stuff to, uh, to themselves about it. You've come out, you've published, you are the authority figure in this space. Give us a couple takeaways for our listeners right now. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what's so surprising to me. And it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I had never, if you asked me, literally, if you asked me, maybe like at this point, it would have been a year ago uh, before I had. Yeah, this time last year, I don't think I had decided to write the book yet. I had experimented with pay what you want pricing. I had done a lot of research on it, seeing you know if I had so much success with it, um, with a very small audience. I had like 160 subscribers, and and I you know again $500 from that is you put the numbers in perspective. It's not bad. It's not a bad start. And then I was like, well, if I had success with it, maybe other people are having success with it. Sure enough, I find a lot of other blog posts where people are talking about it in different ways. But there's literally no resource online to explain how it works or what works. So like you said, I saw an opportunity, I took it, and I, I said to myself, well, I've experimented. I, I know enough to write on this, and if I do a lot more research and I come at it as like a student, 
like I'm doing research paper, maybe I can write the book on it. And so that's what I did. I interviewed a lot of different people who are doing this. Uh, Anthony Veneri from The Hybrid Athlete and a bunch of other great people who are doing using pay what you want pricing and, and different um, essentially gift economy type uh, pricing structures. And I wrote and published in that myself um, a little less than a year ago in November. And I made a little over a grand from the launch, which isn't a lot of money. But what's fascinating is what followed. And what followed is that I've consistently made um, several hundred to a thousand every month from this book. It's, it's a book and it has not stopped. Like the, the, it has monthly cash flow. It hasn't, uh, it's been consistent, which is really surprising to me. Well, you don't normally read about that. You normally see big launches and then it fades away. This has been something that continues to sell every month. The second part of that, becoming an expert, by, by choosing um, to educate people on a specific niche that nobody was really covering in depth, um, I asserted myself as that authority, um, unbeknownst to me when I was doing it. And since then, people have referred to me as like a subject matter expert in this area. And, and I, as it's kind of humbling because I don't necessarily cons- I consider myself just a guy that experiments and that tests things. But at the, at the same time, it makes sense because who else is writing about it like I am or who else is publishing on it like I am? And so I guess if there's a takeaway there for the audiences, these opportunities are literally, they're out there. Like there's so many opportunities out there and it's just a matter of identifying something that, that is viable in that respect. If there's a lot of people talking about a subject, but nobody's written the definitive book on it, why not become that, that expert by teaching it? And that's all I did. You know, it's not nothing any crazier than that. Hey Tom, if the crown fits, right? I mean, that's just how you need to operate Fire Nation when you're getting out there and you're becoming an authority figure in a topic, in a niche, in a subject. And for me, 22 months ago, literally 22 months ago, I had the idea for Entrepreneur on Fire. If you had told me then that 22 months from that point, I would have launched and be running the largest podcasting community in the world with over 1,050 members that's generated over $800,000 in revenue since launch in October of 2013. I would have said, you're crazy because I only know how to press play on a podcast. I don't know anything else. That was 22 months ago. But guys, things move fast in this world. And if you do find a niche that you're passionate about and start publishing on that topic, start producing, things can happen. And it's incredible. And Tom, two takeaways. Fire Nation's listening right now. They're saying, hmm, maybe I want to check out and try this pay what you want pricing model. What are two things that you would share with my audience right now? One, I'd say go to my website and I have a, a free course on it. Actually, it's seven days long and that's, it is completely free. And then at the end, I'll, I'll ask you to contribute to my, my work at the end of it. At the end of the seven days, you can buy the book if you want. But most of the information is in that, that e-course. Uh, the second thing, though, I guess that's, you know, practically speaking, if you just want to come away from this, um, you can't just stick a $0 plus price tag on something and expect that people will contribute generously. You know, people are generous by nature. I think, uh, I, I believe it, but I, I think it's also been proven on a Harvard Business Review kind of experiment that showed something like 99% of people, when given the option to contribute to something, uh, chose to. When the option was to take something for free or contribute, 99% of people chose to contribute. So there's actually like statistics to back up the generosity aspect of this. If it comes off looking as if it's just free, what's the reason for me to contribute generously? And so that's kind of the, the, the side of it that I've learned more and more about and I've I, I invest so heavily in is, is the education piece of it because pay what you want pricing is a little confusing for the customer. The second part is giving the customer a reason to be generous. And so that's like, for example, would be through building trust through a blog or through educating through a podcast like you do, John, and building this 
this relationship, as, as weird as it seems, over this kind of medium, you build a relationship with your customers. And, and you give a lot of free content, you know, quality free content. You just give and give and give. And then when you give people the opportunity to contribute, they will. That's one aspect of it. And then I'd say a second thing to dovetail off of that is that um, when it comes to sales pages and copywriting, things like that, not much changes from just selling anything, whether you're using pay what you want pricing or fixed pricing. So you still need the same talent in copywriting, still need the same, same um, talent in, in, in marketing if you, you want to be successful. But it just comes down to offering a different message and giving people a different reason and to show them that there's a reason to give and there's a reason to give generously. And uh, so yeah, I'd say those are the real minimal ideas you need to go forward and, and start testing it out. Well, and to dovetail off of that even further, Tom, I mean, let's talk about a model that a lot of people, especially in major cities, might know a little bit about because that's where this service is located and it's Lyft, L-Y-F-T, where you can literally have a phone app and you say, I would like to request a Lyft and they will come pick you up. And it's just somebody that's decided to drive you around. It's like a ride sharing program. You get off the Lyft and you open up your app, you get a little message and it says, um, would you like to donate for that ride? The recommended donation based off of time and mileage, et cetera, say is $18. And it gives you a recommended donation. I mean, if they had just said, would you like to donate for this ride? I might be like, yeah, five bucks. Yeah, appreciate it. There you go. But, you know, they price anchored it at what they know algorithmically it is Bingo. worth it. And that was huge for me. So, of course, I'm going to do at least $18 or above. And I typically even give $2 above because they figured out. So, you know, Fire Nation, utilize the the knowledge of people like Tom and of people like Lyft. I mean, these are proven models that work when you're going to go through this model. So definitely go to TomMorquez.com. Definitely sign up for that free e-course. Go through it and then see how you feel at the end of it. How much do you feel obligated? And that's not even the right word, but how much do you... how much do you desire yeah. to give at the end of that course? And that can really help you shaping your pay for pricing course. What do you think, Tom? You do some research uh, and reading on, on psychology and, and what you'll realize is that this gifting stuff, it works at kind of a scary fundamental level almost. Um, I love uh, Dr. Cialdini's uh, influence. I think yeah. I'm his name right. Yeah, I think Cialdini. But you yeah. should read that book. Yeah. And he talks about uh, the, I, I, the concept of, of gifts. And how it's so deeply ingrained in us that when we get gifted something, we feel obligated. She used that word obligated, but that's exactly it. We, by our nature, we feel obligated to give back, okay? So it's like, that's at our fundamental core level. And of course, there's people throughout history that have taken advantage of that. But you can still use, you can still, you know, you can still be above board with what you offer and actually offer like legitimate gifts and, uh, and do it in an authentic, like, honest way. You don't have to be one of those snake oil salesmen. So people <laughs> can use it against you as a weapon, but you can also be you know, uh, above board and use the same technique. And, and like you said, the price anchoring is, is so effective. We uh, price anchored flightformula.com, which is an in-person business incubator for seven days. So there's quite a bit of overhead. We ran it at a resort and everything like that. And, and if it hadn't been for price anchoring and then giving people a range of options to contribute at, we also let people contribute at nothing. Um, they just had to put in that price or, or whatever they could and then explain why. If it was under one of our like five or six pre-selected choices that we um, recommended people contribute at. And sure enough, that allowed us to, uh, to bring in over 40 grand um, to run that program. So it's wow. just uh, food for thought. That bit, yeah, people should really look into this. There's a lot more to this than uh, meets the eye, I think. And people kind of discount it, but there's quite a lot of psychology going on underneath. 
Well, I love it. And Fire Nation, I mean, I subscribe to this model because I do follow people like Tom, who is an authority figure in this topic. And at the beginning of every single one of my podcast workshops, which is that free webinar I do every single week, my second slide is a gift to all the attendees, my book, Podcast Launch. I am gifting it to them. I'm letting them know right there, as soon as this webinar is over, you will be getting this book delivered to your doorstep via email. And that just starts everything off on the right foot, Tom. And then for the rest of the um, entire webinar, people are just in good spirits of, oh, John's already over-delivered by just giving me this gift right at the top. And Tom, what I would love to do, because you have a lot of really exciting things going on, bring us to present times today and share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up right now. I'll say it's highspeedloaddrag.org. I'm really excited about bringing to life this, uh, this, this veteran's website. You know, there's just not a resource like it out there online, and it, it deserves to be built. And I think that our veterans deserve it. Um, and I'm just really excited to bring it to life um, in August. Well, I'm excited too, Tom, and I just need to, to piggyback on that since I am one third of that team. And you, you did say it, it is an yeah. all-star team. I mean, Antonio Centeno, that guy is amazing at what he does with real men, real style on the video side of things. Then you have me, obviously, who's done pretty decently in the podcasting audio side of things, as well as webinars and all that other jazz products and services, communities, et cetera. And then you're bringing in Tom, you know, who has the experience and in the expertise and, and different things as well. And it's just like, it seems like this, this well-rounded team is really being formed out. I'm excited where it's going. It's definitely a resource back in 2006 that did not exist on any level when I was transitioning out, much to my chagrin. And then even Tom, who's gone out more recently, <laughs> yeah. can validate that it doesn't yep. exist when he uh, left just about a year ago. And I mean, it's something that needs to be out there. I mean, we owe so much to the men and women that serve this country. And obviously, we're a little prejudiced as veterans talking about this, but it is true and everybody will say it. And I'm excited to bring this to light. So guys, one more time, highspeedloaddrag.org is the thing that has Tom the most fired up right now. So you know it's worth checking out. And Tom, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Every Monday, I do eight interviews, which makes for a pretty busy day. These are the days when it's most convenient to grab snacks that are quick and easy, but I'm also big into nutrition, and we all know that snacking can sometimes be anything but nutritious. That's why I love NatureBox. NatureBox is a subscription service that offers automated delivery of delicious and nutritious snacks on a monthly basis straight to your front door. They even throw in the shipping for free. Some of my personal NatureBox favorites are the bite-sized cranberry almond bites and the whole wheat figgy bar. 
Mars. I've been searching for a smart snacking option with strict quality standards for a long time. And Fire Nation, I finally found it thanks to NatureBox. Since subscribing, I haven't had to worry about smarter snacking. It's a given. NatureBox has a special offer just for you, Fire Nation. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Tom, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The army. And then also, (laughs) of course, uncertainty and uh, fear. Fear that um, I come off as a phony or that I put something out there and people would uh, laugh at me, you know, like a uh, middle school style or something. It's the imposter syndrome, Fire Nation. Even officers who have faced battle, real combat, we still experience the imposter syndrome. So believe me, that voice you're yep. hearing, it's there for everybody. And Tom, what's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, every time I get told no or rejected or uh, told that something's impossible, I think is the best advice I get um, because it's, it's just uh, something goes off in my, my head. I don't know, maybe it's the fighter in me and I just feel like uh, I need to prove them wrong. Love that. What is one of your personal habits, Tom, that you believe contributes to your success? The habit of starting. And when I say starting, I don't mean starting and then giving up a few weeks later or starting and then forgetting the next day um, <clears throat> or start like coming up with a bunch of different ideas and then, and then talking about them with people excitedly. I mean, actually starting, finishing and shipping and doing that again and again and again, project after project. Um, even when some fail, some succeed and all you need are just a few that succeed and, uh, and that's all that matters. Tom, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? This is kind of an intermediate level one but I'd say zapier.com. I have a lot of different applications like Evernote, like a a Dropbox, Google Docs, um, Gumroad. Just like there's dozens of great applications out there, but Zapier is really cool because it'll connect them to each other. Um, to this, I have no idea that the backend is, 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 is pretty intense, but uh, what it does is very simply allows you to connect different applications to one another. And uh, I found that that will automate a business for you. Um, incredibly cheaply as opposed to like hiring out a programmer to do it for you. So I'd say zapier.com. Check it out. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Tom Morquez. That's M-O-R-K-E-S. Tom, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. It's a wonderful audiobook as well. I actually listened to that audiobook one day as I was driving to LA and I was just like, man, I got to pull over and write some stuff down. <laughs> it's yeah. really inspiring. Like he just really breaks down some barriers that we as entrepreneurs seem to always have. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio too. So if you haven't already, you can get this audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Tom, You know what's coming, buddy. The last question of the lightning round. That is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Buy a six-pack and and cry for a little bit. But then after (laughs) that, with my remaining $490, I'd uh, I'd start I'd start a website. I'd get get a domain, get a website up and running. Just use my own name. I don't have to be clever. I'd put uh, some basic information on it. Then I'd 
look into, uh, identify kind of what I care about, what I'm interested in. Obviously, I have a lot of background knowledge in publishing now and writing and um, collaborating. So I'd probably look into finding people online that are doing cool things um, and then recommending or suggesting that we work on a collaborative project together, something like uh, highspeedlowdrag.org, right? Or, mm-hmm. or any of these uh, bootstrapped was a collaborative project that I worked on, um, getting a lot of different people to uh, come in and contribute flight formula. So that's what I would do. I'd look for an area in the market that's open, that blue ocean strategy. I'd connect um, some experts and some, some big players and uh, pull them together and say, hey, man, I'll, I'll, I'll be the project manager for this. I'll put, put all this together and let's make it happen. Let me tell you, if highspeedlowdrag.org was still available as a domain, you'd be a lucky man and you should definitely grab that. And Tom, <laughs> thank you for being so inspiring with us today. And of course, thank you for serving our country. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Best way to find me is just tomworkes.com, T-O-M-M-O-R-K-E-S.com. You go there and you'll find everything else I'm working on for the most part. And a uh, uh, parting piece of advice, get started and uh, don't quit because you don't have a success in the beginning. It takes time and it takes a lot of hustle. And uh, because of how hard it is, that's the exact reason why you'll succeed. I say that all the time, Tom. It's like embrace how hard it is because that's what's keeping everybody else from doing it and from succeeding and from rising above. So be so thankful that it's hard and that you're scared and that you have the imposter syndrome because that is the very reason when you do rise above, it'll be a blue ocean, baby, with just you and a couple of the people hanging out. And speaking of that, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Tom and myself today, so keep up the heat. And Tom, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about at eofire.com. Just type Tom in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Tom, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno and Tom Morks all successful entrepreneurs and veterans, as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit highspeedelite.com. That's highspeedelite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 